This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7 BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, live from the Rustin Studios. Appreciate you joining us on this National Signing Day Eve as we get set to have Sonny Cumbie and his staff sign their first players into the, do we still call it the Brotherhood, Beck? Sure. Why not, huh? Why not? It's good to see you this evening. It's good to be here. Glad the, the dogs didn't lose this weekend. It was kind of nice to enjoy, uh, the, enjoy, the, old, that, enjoy the old weekend. Uh, dogs pick up a 78-69 home win over USL, ULL, Louisiana Lafayette. The Lafayette Leopards, I believe they're referred to on YouTube TV. Um, kind of a tale of two halves, if I must say so myself. Uh, Louisiana Tech, what were they, 0 of 13 from behind the three-point yeah, line? I think Conkle had them shooting from the left hand, you know, their opposite side, and then at, at the half he said, all right, y'all go back to your You were a little disgruntled I in was the first gris- half. You were, you were unable to read. Use your eyeballs to read. I was not disgruntled. I made a few comments, one of which being, hey, we should practice thir- We should practice three-pointers, which was sarcastic because of the comments we used to get last about year free we should, about free throws. And, yep. and you went on a rant saying you think Conkle – doesn't make the guys practice free throws, so I made a comment referencing that, and then you took off and ran with it and acted like I was just down on the squad. Dogs did. It was eleven a.m. game, Ben. They weren't awake yet. It was uh, that was ULL Super Bowl. Okay, they was. were awake. That was the old Super Bowl for the Raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns played well. I'll give them credit. What's uh, unfortunate for uh, ULL is that they tried to drop the, the, the second L. You know. But every time they lose, it's just so easy to add it back. Yeah, well, it's, it's not a great used to it. Not a great marketing campaign for them if you're trying to drop the L and then you then you lose. Yeah, well, that, right that is a good point. Uh, you know, ULL led this game 34-31 at the half. I mentioned Louisiana Tech was 0 of 13 uh, from three in that first half. Bulldogs go four of eight from from deep in the second half. Finish the game 20 of 24, 83 percent at the free throw line. Kobe Williams scores a career-high 20 points in this one. Also pulls down seven rebounds, has three assists, three steals. Mari Archibald adds 18 points, three steals of his own. Kenneth Lofton Jr. uh, had 17 points, 10 rebounds uh, for his seventh double-double of the year. Uh, Bulldogs be back in action, actually, uh, here in about 28 minutes. No, we're going. We should have done a show live from the oh, Joe. What well, not the Joe, the Tech. The Tech. They might be playing at the Joe. <laughs> Who knows? Hey, I'll tell you what I liked about that game. I think there's so much talk about Lofton and all that he can do. He got into foul trouble early. A couple did. of them. He did. One, two, real quick. Yeah, real quick. You don't. You hate to see it. And uh, He also knocked down his first career three. Yeah, I mean, like he knew what he was doing. Looked like Steph yeah. Curry. But I was really excited to see uh, see Williams and Archibald both step up because that's what you need. You need to, especially veteran goals. Yeah, you just need to see that. I mean, you, you don't ever want to be a one man team, and and he, you know Lofton obviously gets a lot of the attention, but those guys stepped up in a big way and, and took care of business late and sent ULL home with uh, with another L. Uh, I'll be honest, the big boy Brown for Lafayette, he was oh. a st- 
<laughs> so I saw that he was like was he Pac twelve six man of the year yeah, or something for at Arizona yeah yeah he well he's 30. a starter here in the uh, whatever conference there the is. old Sun Belt the old Bill's Fun Belt yeah he was pretty good and he didn't look I mean he's tall but he didn't have like no nah. he didn't look like he's just good around the rim the mailman or nothing but my goodness he's he a just good scored player. every time they went down there especially in that first half I thought Eric Conkle made some good adjustments in that second half uh, decided. You know, and he said post game, he's like, we couldn't stop him offensively, so we figured we need to go at him defensively on the other end. He picks up four fouls early in that second half, and ultimately Louisiana Tech made a run uh, to put that game away, seventy-eight, sixty-nine. Uh, Bulldogs now seven and two, five and zero at home. Uh, mentioned they'll be in action at six thirty tonight inside the Thomas Assembly Center. Hosting LSU. I'm not from Baton Rouge. I'm from Shreveport. Oh, oh, the Pilots. Let me tell you a little nugget about the Pilots. Tell me. Kyle Blankenship, head coach in his 10th season. C.E. Bird grad. Really? Yeah, a little yellow jacket coaching the Pilots. Did he graduate with you? Uh... Close, a little older than I was. Okay, all right. A little older than I right. was, but uh, doing doing a good job with that LSUS program. They're actually uh, on the tail end of a back to back. They played last night against Dillard How, University. I, I've never played basketball professionally. Shocker. Yeah. How tough is a back to back? Is it? I mean, I hear them talk about it in the NBA and stuff. Uh, NBA guys are soft, but uh, but I mean in college too. I mean, is that that's really? I don't know. I mean, I understand. I mean, your LSU legs, your legs get tired. I, yeah. I, I think it's more the travel, probably than, so. than the just, actual. Because you see it all the time in high schools, especially during yeah. tournament season. But if you're only making a forty minute bus ride each a night, different. Yeah. it's a little different. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure they played at home last night. Yeah, and then go drive an hour down the road and play yeah. here. Don't be all right. Don't make excuses for them, BC. Nah. When the dogs whoop them, don't don't diminish the win. You know, pilots don't make excuses. That's only LeBron. Hey, that's a grinding program right there. That you know, they're just going back to back. They're taking that check. They're taking the check. <laughs> How much is a check for a are you NAI to... school? I don't know. It yeah, can't yeah. be more than five or ten grand. That, I that, that's what I had no idea. I didn't yeah. Know well, usually if you're playing like a Division One, like a SWAC type school, like I don't know who they play, Texas Southern. A couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, you played probably what about fifty? Yeah, 50, 50. 60 grand just for just a two hour game, just fifty but fifty thousand. Yep, yep, yep. Got to pay for the old hotel, pay for a little raise. We should put a team games. together. You want to? Yeah, we could try. You, you, me, you, Tabes, old Brownie. We could try. Little, little, little church league ball. Yeah. Tabes, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> don't ever ask Beck to go bang down low because he likes to stand at the top of the key and, knock and down if you pass three. it, he's hey, going to fire. When you got a, when you're why, a why do I have the feeling Beck likes to snowbird? Oh, there he hey, don't play defense. I don't like to. I just don't have a choice. I don't, he, he don't play defense. Get down the field or the, down the court, Tabes. All right, no doubt. Hey, me and Tabes can guard each other. How about that? <laughs> We'd be doing the same thing, Tabes. <laughs> if the gal didn't flare it up, you know, I, was, I still got the first step. It's just the second and the third. You know what Ben <laughs> done? Ben just stands on the baseline in the corner and just yells, Daddy's corner! Air Daddy's ball. corner! Every time. Air, until air you ball. pass it to him. That's all he does. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Bulldogs looking to move to 8-2 and two tonight uh, to set up a huge game Saturday night in Bozier. Inside, I believe it's now called the Brookshire's Arena. Can't keep uh, it. Formerly called the Century Tail Center. I don't say that again. Brookshire's? Okay. Brookshire's? Oh, Brookshire's? Uh, sorry, not a northerner. i got to go with Brookshire's. Uh, playing 19th rank. Keep you in check there, He's from Dixie. Tapes. Right, Tapes. Give him a break. I mean, might as well be Vivian. <laughs> That's a good point, Tapes. It's a good point. Uh, host or Playing 19th ranked LSU on Saturday night, I believe it's set for a... 6 p.m. tip. We'll discuss that a little bit more 
later in the show. Uh, coming up in our next segment, how about this one? A little big interview tonight. Louisiana Tech Athletics Director, Vice President Eric Wood will join us. Uh, would not shock me if Eric Wood's at the Thomas Assembly I was going to say, he's going to be pacing, he's gonna be pacing, pacing around in the, uh, what do you call that? Not the commons. What is that? The concourse. Yeah, concourse. He's going to be pacing around the concourse. Like, Eric, watch Take, out. He's like, his round. he's like, Eric, watch out. He's like, I'm talking to my bros. Pipe down a little bit. Yeah. Out of the way, champ. <laughs> yeah. Got oh. things to do. Yeah, oh, champ. Oh. Should should I say this or not? What? Oh, the here comes champ. Here comes champ. Now, what do we got to do? We got to get a petition going around at a football now, game. Now, 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 BC. No tapes. tapes. No. There's I, no. I, I, there's I know, no I know, excuse. I know. The, Don't pull the kids. The, the, the daughters me. of Mr. and Mrs. BTB. Honestly, they think it's terrible tapes. They're not fans of champ. No, they start crying. Not here comes champ running out on the field. In front of our crowd of ten to okay. twelve thousand, the, the, they're fans of the, the real champ. Oh, they're fans of Tech. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Give a little. They know, they know what now. it takes Where to have a premier 17, program. 18. Yeah. What number Tech are we on? Twenty-two, right? Oh, twenty-one. Yeah. We're, we're in the twenties for sure. We're in the twenties. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Be at thirty before you Tate, know. Dave, you know my wife. That was like the first hard no she gave us. Gave me an. Bet tried to acquire Tech. No, they they a, they asked for me to apply. To, to be the caretaker, to be the caretaker, and Rachel gave the hard. Shut no- it down. First time, really, the only time that it's been like an absolute hundred percent. Do you doing. wish you would have taken it? She was probably right. Now that I that's go back probably one of those moments where you, know, I'm glad I listened to my wife. Yeah, I think it would have been awesome. And then we started having kids, and it would have been a little annoying. But yeah. they like they take care of them. They basically take care of them for you. I mean, they yeah. come get them and do. Everything. That's what I told her. I said, if we want another dog, this is the way to do it. Somebody's paying the vet bills. That's a good point. Paying for the food. They come get them. We just got to let them out to. Go we take just a leak. let him out. Yeah. Don't but lose him, Weiss. Don't out. lose him. Don't <laughs> lose him. But anyway, coming after We you. didn't get him. Not that we would have got him anyways. Yeah, what was that, five, six years ago? Yeah. That... Yes. Yeah, it takes. Yes. It been, was. Been a little bit. Been um, a little bit. Back to well, the text line, of course. You can get us 888-993-7762. Ant chimes in. BC, got two names for quarterback. I want your thoughts on. Speaking of, we mentioned earlier, National Signing Day tomorrow uh course landry liddy committed gatorade player of the year out of state of louisiana a lot of nervous souls here in ruston uh will he put his name on the dotted line will he choose boise state i think he's gonna do the hat thing where he's got three hats and then he grabs one he's like oh psych it's actually this one it's my possibly i mean for boise you gotta have a toboggan up there right (laughs) yeah you you know what boise's is bleed blue and we're bleed tech but it's awfully close oh Awfully close. Better hope he doesn't. All their speak. graphics, on, you know, he can get a little tongue tongue tied, and then he's like, "Man, my man of my word, I got it. I said it out I loud. It. I got a sign. You got a sign." Uh, Aunt Johnson said, "In just to follow up, I still think at some point Sonny Combe and his staff will add a transfer quarterback." Uh, Aunt says, "I got two names for quarterback. I want your thoughts on Cameron Ward, Maddox Cop. Cameron Ward is a transfer from Incarnate Word." Uh, I think he threw for like 4,700 yards, 47 touchdowns this year. This year. Yes, that incarnate word. Uh, he's in the transfer portal. Listen, I, I, I'll i be honest. I think just about any program in the country would take Cameron Ward at this point. Yeah, he's going. He just wants greener pastures. Yeah, I, their coach left to go be the offensive coordinator at Washington State. Really? He's already garnered offers from Ole Miss and a couple others. I think he's destined to play at the P5 level. Maddox Cop is a freshman uh, played at Houston, I believe, this year. I, that's where I don't know. I don't know if they go that young in the transfer portal. 
Yeah, we'll as far look, as a guy that hasn't played yet. Yeah, I think with in, I think it's more text, of an experience. Yeah, in tech situation, they now, definitely need. If some you miss out on Liddy, yeah, you probably take two transfers. Two. Yeah, and you probably take a younger guy to kind of mold into the next starter. You probably take an older guy as far as the immediate answer at quarterback. But I think that's something that will probably be determined a little bit later down the line. And, you know, you look at this transfer portal. It's so wild right now. Did we get Max Johnson yet? Is he? Uh, no, we did. Oh. Uh, you did look at all yet? the different names. What? Did he commit yet? Not yet. Uh, supposedly you're not interested opti- in Texas A&M. You're not, you're not uh, optimistic? No, I, I – <laughs> I think a lot of these big-name quarterbacks, uh, there's going to be a trickle-down effect from that, and I think that's where Louisiana Tech's answer comes from at quarterback. So I don't know. So the, the guys the that guys like Matt Johnson would be replacing at Yes, gotcha. enter the portal. So is, is Brennan going to, to the top? I don't know. I see. I it, think, feel, it feels like that would be a lot. I've been now. seeing a lot of Miles Brennan interest at Nebraska. Really? Yes. Mickey Where's Joseph connection. Uh, he's just in the portal. He was he was that transfer LSU from LSU. This year? Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. Like I said, I I just think it's, oh, that's right. He was hurt, right? Yeah. And yeah. so much of Kiffin talks about all this free agency type stuff. I think that um, all these big names from Power Five programs, they're going to find landing spots. I I don't think that uh, they would have went in that portal without knowing that they're going to get an answer. Ma- Ant says Max Johnson's going to go to Florida. That wouldn't surprise me. He's a Florida kid. I would imagine Billy Napier probably has some sort of a relationship with him. Of course, the Corey Raymond connection as well. Uh, but it, it will definitely be interesting. We'll talk about early signing day here in just a little bit. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. We come back from the break. Eric Wood, Louisiana Tech Athletics Director, Vice President, will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 6, for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, 97.7. 
Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor. Let's go right back to the hotline. We got Louisiana Tech Athletics Director Eric Wood. Eric, how are we doing tonight? Let's go, boys. Good to, uh, good to be with you again. Doing great, man. Getting ready for this basketball game. I figured you were in the Thomas Assembly Center getting ready to see the, uh, I believe it was the eighth win of the year for the Dunkin' Dogs. Let's, let's start right there. The atmosphere Saturday against ULL, uh, I thought it was easily the best atmosphere of the year. From your point of view, how do we continue to build on that momentum Obviously, winning plays a large role in that, but how do we build on that momentum as we get set for conference play here in a few weeks? Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, that was a great crowd, and i got to be honest, it's 11 o'clock yep. on a Saturday, right? Like, I was, you know, you get a little nervous about that. And, uh, but I was, man, I was blown away at the crowd. Uh, I was pumped up that our students showed up. Uh, the band was going crazy, and the, so the band contributes to that. Uh, I was fired up. It was on ESPNU. A lot of folks could have stayed home and watched, and I'm sure some, some people did. Uh, but we've got to keep that going. And the only way we know how, I know how, is to just continue to promote. We've got to win, as you suggested. We've got to win. That helps. Uh, but we've got to maintain our communication with our student government group, with our union board, with all of our different student groups. We've got this top dog group that I think I've mentioned on your show before. Uh, you know, got about 15 to 20 students that just continue to give us feedback on how to best communicate with them and promote it. And so our fans, obviously regional rivalry guys like playing Lafayette mm-hmm. uh, at 11 o'clock, that helps. And, and that, that's just a reminder of, of why we have to play those games as well. And, and, you know, we see so often, especially in college basketball and really football as well, but I think college basketball, the closeness to the court can kind of tick things up to a degree. Uh, about the student engagement, I saw today Coach Cockle and Kenny Lofton Jr. and some of the players were out around the student center just trying to get fans engaged. And I, I know you can't do that each and every game, but having the players ingrained with the student body has to be big as well. That's right. If they get to know you a little bit, right, you may be in a class with, with the general student body, but if they get to know you, if they get to spend some time with you, they're more likely to come. And I've said this from the day, day one. We want our fans, and we have to put a product on the floor that, that, that warrants it, but we want our fans to come regardless of the opponent. Come cheer us on because we're playing, right? And so, uh, But if you get to know our student-athletes, and we can't just sit back like Coach Conkle's doing with his team, get out there. Um, and, and visit these fraternity and sorority houses and get out into the quad and get out into Centennial Plaza there and, and, uh, and just remind our, our students that we have a, you know, we've got a game going on and our season, you know, we're in midseason here. So you're right. We've got to get out to our constituent base. But, uh, the hope is that regardless of the opponent, we would come out and cheer on our squad. And let's go back now, back a couple of weeks, obviously making the new head football coaching hire, Sonny Cumbie, uh, the 34th head coach in Louisiana Tech football history. When you went into that coaching search, from your point of view, what were some of the qualities that you were looking for in some of the candidates that you interviewed? And ultimately, what set Sonny Cumbie apart from the others? Yeah, when, you know, when I was, when, when we started this search, you're really looking for a CEO, right? That there are people that are we know that offense uh, sells tickets. 
we know that we have a lot of speed and talent at the skill position, but really at every position in the state of Louisiana. You can recruit really well here. So you try to match up, you know, a, a, a head coach with, with, with what you have in your state, right, and the talent you have in your state. But you're not just looking for a play caller. There, there are a number of play call, callers, as I mentioned on the press conference day. I mean, there are NFL guys, there are Power 5, there are G5, FCS coordinators. What you're looking for is a CEO. And, and as best as you can get that, right? Because, you know, Sonny hasn't been a CEO. Well, he, well, he had about five weeks of being a CEO yeah. as the interim head coach, which, uh, listen, I add merit to that. The fact that you had to sit in that chair in the final say, be the final say for five weeks on a team where you could be a lame duck coach and get them motivated to play um, is, you know, weighed, weighed heavily. But I was looking for a CEO. And by that, I mean, not only you are a play caller for the X's and O's, but you understand what a culture, how to build a culture. You understand, you have a, a perspective on what you want academics to look like and what you want the strength coach to, to, to do with your team. Um, you understand how to handle conduct, the media, work with our, uh, understand our community uh, and our campus culture. Like just, you want a CEO because there are a lot of play callers that you just couldn't, I couldn't imagine putting here in Ruston with our, with our program and in our community and with our team. We're looking for a leader of men that would also hire other leaders of men. And so you're looking at all of that, all of that, when you're hiring a head coach, and that's what we did. Sonny, you know, I don't, I'm not going to put the whole thing on the five weeks of being an interim yeah. head coach, but I love that he had to fight through that and understand that. And what he sold me on, too, during the interview was it wasn't just about motivating the kids. You had to become a coach of the coaches as well. You had to lead grown men as well. Because those guys are down that that Matt Wells was let go in the middle of the season, so I love that that became his perspective as well. He had to get the kids fired up, and he had to get the rest of that coaching staff fired up to salvage the rest of the season. And I thought, you know, going back to his press conference, I thought some of the uniqueness of one thing he mentioned. You you talk about leading that Texas Tech program, and you know, not many coaches get the opportunity to lead the program of their alma mater. And I know we're probably a little biased being Louisiana Tech graduates, but I thought it was important that he also pointed out, like, I know what it's like to be an alum and what you think as fans of an alum as well. Yeah, I mean, that, that's added pressure, right? I mean, <laughs> that's added pressure at your alma mater um, to, to go ahead and do that. And he could lead. He's been on that team. Uh, I love that he was a walk-on, right? And, 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 and particularly, he had an opportunity where he could probably be a scholarship guy and a starter at another place. Yeah. But he chose to, to play under Mike Leach because he knew that that would benefit him in the long run with his own play and then with his coaching career. And so it just spoke volumes, right? And I love that he coaches with a little chip on his shoulder. He's got a time he got to senior year is leading the country in passing yards and touchdowns. Um, you just got to love it about him. But to sit there and do that. And I love the fact that he's going back into coaches his, his team for the bowl game, mm-hmm. right? Do I, selfishly, I'd love for him to stay here, keep getting more settled in. Um, but I also, it tells me a lot about, you know, when the time comes, whenever that is, how he may leave here. Dr. Wood, <clears throat> I've, this was your first year through our football season and, and to really evaluate things. And then obviously this is the first big uh, coaching hire that you've made. What, what is it like to, to make that hire, and obviously that reflects on you as an athletic director, but what's that like to, to make the hire, and then uh, is, it, is it tough to not want to micromanage, uh, you know, or just let Cumbie do his thing? Or how did, how did you experience that uh, being your first time around this? 
It was the most pressure I've ever experienced in now my 23 years. I'll tell you why. Because, because of everything you just said. I realize that. I realize that I'm officially on the clock. You know, you hope that you do good work and you move the whole department forward and your whole career is not defined by this hire. But I, I've also been in the business a long time and I get it. Um, and I get it. And, and Sonny and I are somewhat tied at the hip here, you know, and, uh, so I, I, I get that. And, uh, but I, you know, it, there, it was pressure packed. Um, but you do the best you can with the information you have and you let the chips fall where they may. And, you know, I feel like I feel really confident in who we brought here to lead our young men and to be a representative of, of the community. Now, as it relates to, to, uh, you know, not being a micromanager, I learned from, from Danny White, you know, you hire the best coach you can and then you get in the bunker with them. And that doesn't mean I tell them every day I'm around, but I won't be in your way. Um, and I want to do everything I can to facilitate this transition, the onboarding of his new coaches, find out his perspective on the way things have been done here over the years and how we can do that better. But I want to get in the foxhole with him. And I've asked our entire leadership team to do the same. And now that we've gotten into the, I guess football is obviously the, the sport that gets all the attention, especially from a year round perspective. So now that we've kind of entered a new era, Sonny Cumbie, new head football coach at Louisiana Tech, outside of capital projects, from your point of view, where do you think Tech Athletics needs the most help at from a broad perspective? Like, where can fans help out the most? Where can students help? Or, or whatever you've observed over your first year in Ruston for outside of the capital projects. Yeah, I, I, people are probably going to say I sound like a broken record here, but, but LTAC is truly our lifeblood. Like, from that, we have to, we have to get our cost of attendance up, Right. We've got to do that. You lose in the recruiting battle. You don't want your, your, your coaches going to a gunfight with a knife. We need to get to a point where we have full cost of attendance in football and in all of our sports. But we're talking about football right now. We've got to have that. We've got to have better nutrition. Um, and, and so we're competing against other schools that have a full-time nutritionist, and they have the opportunity for fueling um, and to refuel after workouts, to have meals throughout the day. Uh, we have to be able to do that. We have to have... Uh, mental health is huge. It's huge on our campus, and it's huge in athletics. I mean, you, you'll see it within, within our current conference, the folks adding that position here to make sure that our student-athletes are, uh, especially coming out of this COVID year, are operating at, the, at, at peak performance. Um, and then there, there, there are just other things, that, as you mentioned, capital projects uh, that we do need, right? And, and I've heard others say we don't need the indoor practice facility. That was one of the first things yeah. Sonny said to me. He said, hey, how can I help expedite that? Mm. That's what he said to me. How can I help expedite that? We need that, right? And so, you know, th- th- there's a number of things. You know, we talked about in the North End Zone Project, you know, is there a possibility in there for a training table, right? You look down the road at one of our neighbor schools here, there's a training table for their student-athletes, a healthy breakfast. Mm-hmm. healthy options for, for eating there, and someone to help them manage how to cook, how to make healthy snacks, order the food on the road. All those things matter when it's fourth and one. And, and I, and I may, Maybe it's hyperbole, but I'm no, just telling you, all those things matter. I, I completely agree with you, and I think sometimes as the – as a fan, you talk about the indoor practice facility. You talk about all these different little things. But the bottom line is we're also in an era of college athletics where we're, whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not, the bright, shiny toys that you can show to kids on the recruiting trail, regardless of sport, 
is a lot of times what it boils down to. And if you're going to compete at the highest level, you have to be as invested as you can possibly be to get to where you want to go. You have to be as invested. And, 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 and this is not like if it's snowing outside, we can cancel class, right? Yeah. Like when, when, when there's lightning, guys, we have to go inside the Lambright. Yes. yes. It's not what Division One programs do. Okay, you, 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 that is hard to sell on the recruiting trail, right? And you just don't cancel practice. Go every practice, if you're talking about in a game week, Mondays are off, Tuesdays are install days, Wednesdays are work day, Thursdays are walkthrough, and then it's fast Friday. Every one of those matters in how you compete on Saturday. And so it's not a shiny toy, just a shiny toy. Does it help in recruiting? Absolutely. But we, we need that. You know, we need those things. And I know people say it's a waste of money. That's just for show. No, that impacts the success of our program. Absolutely, Dr. Wood. We appreciate you joining us tonight. Tremendous, as always. Uh, go get us a win on the hardwood tonight. You know what? Everyone counts. Thanks for having me, guys, and go dogs. Eric Wood, Louisiana Tech Athletics Director, Vice President, joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. And Beck Ains, like, you can appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Whether, that- whether you think... An indoor facility matters. Whether you think nutrition matters, it all matters to getting your product to the highest possible level. And to have an athletics director that sees it and is willing to say it, I don't know what you could, more you could need as a fan to want to invest. Yeah, I'm, that's that's been my thing with Eric Wood since he's been here. He's he's honest. We've He's given us more than... Others have in the past for sure, and and that's that makes me feel as a fan like I'm a part of the growth and the change, and and so I do appreciate his transparency. And um, this is a a job that I don't want, Ben, but I'm glad he's doing it, and uh, it's always nice. To uh, talk could to you him. imagine hiring your first head yeah. football coach? No oh, my, pressure. No. I mean, but even just to him to say like, hey, I, I realized that I've hitched my wagon to Cumbie, and, and him yeah. the same. Like you get one shot at your first your first big hire, you know? Yeah. And listen, like he said, we're attached at the hip. I know people that people that you know were anybody that had anything negative to say about the hire or we rushed or whatever. I'm, my response is like, you think you think Eric's not like doing the absolute like this is his job yeah. too. You no, know, I like, agree. His job's on the line. Like, I agree. I agree. Quick programming note: uh, as the Dunkin' Dogs get set to get going tonight, uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. is actually inactive oh, for tonight's game against man. LSUS. Uh, getting him a little rest tonight. Getting him. Uh, trying to get him back healthy, geared up for LSU on Saturday. Let's go ahead, take our next time out. We come back from the break. We'll look at Louisiana Tech's 2022 signing class. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national, dot bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hey Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. 
Go dogs. Motors in Arcadia. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Certainly appreciate Louisiana Tech Athletics Director Eric Wood for joining us. In the previous segment, I, I, I can't overstate the candidness. That's what I appreciate the most, because you don't always get a real answer. Well, that's how you get a fan, a fan base like Tech's engaged when you're you're trying to up the engagement and get people back on board after a rough few years. That's well, how you do it. And I think, too, it's December the 14th. What are we, 15, two weeks, maybe three weeks from the last football game that ended a 3-9 and nine year? Bottom line is you're already selling tickets as far as an administration selling a new staff to try to get people back to the Joe next year. And I thought he was extremely uh, solid in that aspect as well. Brett chimes in on the text line said, well, it was clear that as good as J.D. Head was, he just really wants to play in a mediocre Conference USA coaching tree. Brett, this is why we love you. <laughs> hey, Seth Luttrell defines mediocrity, but J.D. Head, we wish you the best. We wish you the best, J.D. Head. All right, let's get to this Louisiana Tech signing class that is set to sign tomorrow. I was going to bring you a Red Bull, but I was like, you know, he's already not sleeping tonight. You know, I don't want to. Beck, you know, I love signing. You day. love signing day. I'll love, never understand it. Love, love signing day. Uh, you look at Louisiana Tech's eight commitments in this class to this point. Uh, we'll run it in the order that they committed to the Bulldogs. We'll start with Landry Liddy, uh, Louisiana Gatorade Player of the Year, quarterback from Calvary. Uh, took a late visit to Boise State this past weekend, which is always reason for concern. He's one of the question marks in this class. If you're a Louisiana Tech fan, does he lean Louisiana Tech, stay close to home? Does he want to go 1,800 miles away from home to Boise State? I'll be honest, I'm torn right now. I don't, I, I know he's torn. I'm torn as far as what do I think he's going to do? I don't know. Uh, it's a new staff at Louisiana Tech. I know Coach Cumbie and his staff have done a tremendous job at reaching out to not only Landry but his family as well. If Louisiana Tech's able to win over his services, get his signature on the dotted line, I think it would be massive uh, for, the, for the team. I think whether Liddy's successful or not, I think the buzz aspect of it is – 
It, it certainly matters. doesn't hurt that he was Gatorade player. Exactly. When's the last time Louisiana Tech signed Louisiana Gatorade player of the year? Uh, don't think it's happened before. I don't know. Maybe Terry Bradshaw was, if that was a thing. You know how I feel about those awards, though, BC. What do you yeah, say? I just, you know how I feel about them. All right. You uh, know how I feel about them. Orion James, receiver out of Ellender High School in Homa, Louisiana, uh, set to sign tomorrow. Uh, Orion James actually had his in-home visit with Cumbie and the staff this past week. He is locked in. I believe his signing day ceremony is around 2 or 3 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. Kendrick Rucker, uh, big six foot six, 210-pound receiver from Huntington High School in Shreveport. Okay. Shout out to the Raiders. Um, actually, uh, you might know one of their coaches back. Really? Who is that? Uh, Jamar Smith. Really? Yes. He's coaching in Shreveport, huh? Yes, coaching at Huntington. Kendrick Done Rucker. with the Canadian Football League? Uh, I would assume for now. Okay. Huntington made a good run in the 4A playoffs. Uh, next up, receiver Keshlon Spidey Jackson, six foot, 170-pound receiver out of Lake Charles College Prep down in Lake Charles. Beck, let me uh, let me share with you the old uh, offer list for Spidey Jackson. Arkansas, Kansas State, Michigan State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, Virginia, Washington State, West Virginia, South Alabama, Tulane, Memphis, Marshall, and those dirty Cajuns. But you could certainly do worse than an offer list like the one that Keshlon Spidey Jackson has. Oh, there you go. Good. Uh, you're big into signing day, I can tell. I mean, I like it, Ben. I'm a little. We've talked about this before. I, I realize it's important because that's how you build your program and blah 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 blah. Uh, I'm a little bit of an instant gratification kind of guy, and so I'm like, yeah, this is great. But you're waiting me. for the results. I'm waiting for some results. Well, I knew. I, knew, I like like two years after signing day to see what how things turned out. I knew that you weren't. But I I totally understand the importance of it. Yes, no doubt, no doubt. And why? And why? And why you like it so much? I just makes me the big. Most. I'm more of a more of a pessimist. Are you? Yeah. So you lean towards the side of a player being a bust? Yes. Or? I mean, it's gonna take like it's like they got to prove something. I mean, high school is just very different than college. Ben. So you're different. so you're. I mean, what do you say? What percentage of of athletes do you say that we sign end up being actual contributors? Probably fifty percent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so you're into okay. I got it. You're a big buzz guy. Yeah, I'm just like you're into the players that. Um, not only play, but you're looking for stellar play. Yeah, or I'm just like I, I don't. I'm, I'm. I need to see. You got a lot of development. You know, Tech's not getting a lot of guys that are going to come in and not a lot of amigs out there. You know, that are coming in and starting yeah, right off the bat. That's true. So you got a lot of guys that we won't even see for two years, three years. And that's, it's just like, I'm cool. I'm glad they're here, but I'm not like. It's, it's a good point. It's I an guess. average fan point of view. It, hey, and we can appreciate that. That's what I'm here for. I'm not trying to be anything we other can than what I am. It. We can hey, You do you. Uh, next up, linebacker Zy Ford out of Mabin, Mississippi. Uh, set to sign tomorrow as well. Zy Ford has not taken his official visit to Louisiana Tech. He'll actually do that in January. Uh, JC defensive back Mike Coates uh, out of Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, interesting story on Coates. Uh, did not play high school football. Uh, decided to give it a run in the junior college ranks. Played one year of junior college football before being offered a scholarship by Louisiana Tech. Uh, next up, a kicker out of Marshall, Texas. Coming for our boy, Baby Barnes' no. job. No. Buck 
Buchanan. He might be your boy named Buck. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you like a big Buck. Buck Buchanan. Yeah, five foot ten, one hundred eighty pounds. Also in all districts. So he's another Barnes. What do you say? I mean, why? He can punt too. Maybe that's true. Barnes also doesn't kick off. That's true. So hold your horses over there and tuck your tail between your legs. Okay. Suck it up. He was also <laughs> an all district safety. Really? At Marshall. So <laughs> how about go. that a little athletic kicker? There you go. Got to got to probably wears a few wristbands if he plays safety. Probably, no doubt. We need to get Baby Barnes some wristbands. We got to get Baby Barnes on the show. How about that? You want to? Oh, he's a man of so many words. You think Baby Barnes is big into winter workouts? Gotta be. He's gotta be. Gotta be a true grinder, huh? <laughs> gotta be a true grinder. And the final commitment in Louisiana Tech's class, Jamal Shelby. Uh, Shelby's the third-ranked cornerback in the state of Louisiana in this recruiting cycle. Uh, actually committed to the Bulldogs over the weekend after his official visit to Ruston. Uh, and is actually the highest-ranked recruit in this class. Looking at the class in its entirety, uh, six of the eight players are ranked as three-star recruits. Uh, it's the third-ranked class in Conference USA at the moment. Uh, you talk about surprises, signing day surprises. Obviously, uh, the big question mark, Landry Liddy, does he sign, does he not sign? Uh, one or two other surprises, potentially, uh, that Coach Cumbie and his staff will be working on deep into the night. Uh, be sure to join us, bleedtakeblue.com, only nine ninety-five a month for the latest on that situation. But when you look at Coach Cumbie getting together his staff at the last minute, I I say at the last minute, right here prior to signing day, you have to be happy with signing somewhere in the neighborhood of 8 to 10 players in the early period. I would imagine you'd really do some work, particularly on the offensive line and the defensive backfield. We mentioned add a transfer to a quarterback in the late period uh, to get kind of get you set as you get ready uh, to enter the spring and, and put this 2022 football team together. Ant Johnson says Shelby is a stud. Uh, he played his, I failed to mention this, he played his high school football at St. Aug, Brett, of course he's with bye week because, I don't know, they've become boys. Uh, he also goes by <laughs> business attire as well, Brett. Uh, but actually tonight he's more like bye week. Uh, says signing day is important, but I don't really care until they slap the old Adidas on and are playing on Saturday, similar to the NFL draft. Oh, we could not disagree more, Brett. I am a massive NFL draft guy. You are massive, which is ironic because you can't draft in fantasy at all. I mean, horrible. You just had to go there, didn't you? Did you get three wins this year? Uh, I did. Nice. Uh, I'm the nine seed out of ten. Uh, that is not last place. <laughs> but um, you know, Sonny Cumbie will also hold a press conference. It's tomorrow, Wednesday. It is Wednesday yeah. afternoon. Uh, Bleed Tech Blue will be there. Uh, don't know if I'll put the old business attire on. Probably, yeah. uh, probably go with the old, uh, slap the old Levi's on. That's right. That's right. Slap the old Wranglers on, put some boots on, uh, head up and, uh, check out what Sonny Cumbie has to say. Uh, I know he mentioned to us last week. He's been drinking the old, uh, water out of the fire hose the last few yeah. weeks. I'm sure he's glad to get this imagine. signing class, uh, under his belt. We, we've mentioned that he's got his coaching staff. Fully hired. We're going to preview or discuss them here in the next couple of segments uh, as he's made his 10 hires. So 
Uh, I would imagine Coach Cumbie is starting to settle down a little bit as he gets set to go back to Lubbock, I believe, on Friday and get his uh, beloved alma mater, the Texas Tech Red Raiders, set for their bowl game against his former head coach, Mike Leach, on December the 28th. I believe that's at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Let's go ahead, Taves, take our next time out. We come back. Let's take a look at some of Coach Sonny Cumbie's assistant coaches. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans, craving the ultimate flavor experience? Well, look no further than the new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat. It's a symphony for those taste buds, made with rich fudge pieces, salted toffee, and caramel. It's blended to treat-tastic perfection with our world-famous soft serve. Try our new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC Beck Angel John Tabor. You can get us on the hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. It's the Dunkin' Dogs Trail LSUS, 13-11 to 11 with 12 minutes remaining in the first half. Are we concerned? Not yet. But we're getting there. Might be a slow starting team, BC. Uh, it's not 11 a.m., Beck. I've got a question for you. <laughs> Go ahead. When you're looking to put together a coaching staff, if you're a coach, what are some of the things that you're looking for? Are you looking for, um, obviously you're looking from a general perspective, the same thoughts as far as an offensive philosophy, as far right. as a defensive philosophy. <clears throat> but how much, as a head coach, should you want to be challenged 
by your coaches in the way that they think versus the way that you think? I think there's probably – each head coach probably has different styles. You probably have the CEO type that that knows what they want to do and, and wants – not minions, but wants guys to submit and yes. and, and aid that goal. Yes. You have guys that probably uh, want to be challenged. It's like, hey, I'm I'm the, the top dog, but I, I'm – and you know, they – you probably have a little self-awareness of like, hey, I'm an offensive coach and I need to get a stud defensive coordinator yes. that I can just, hey, you do that, or vice versa, or whatever. You talk about that all the time. The other part of it is, uh, you know, every coach, which this was interesting for me learning this through Cumbie's hiring processes, is how much the coach's relationships matter. How so much, significant. Yeah, so significant. Because that – I think that's a trust issue, though. Yeah, it is. But it's also, if you're the AD, you're looking at who's this guy – does he Potentially know a lot of bringing in. Yeah. Yes, Who's he bringing in? Does he have a, a vast coaching network that uh, is he highly regarded among people? And you know, Cumby is are, really only coached in Texas. Yeah, are his and you talk about that? Are his Texas ties, yeah, ties. strong to the areas that Louisiana Tech has been most successful in right. recruiting? Which is why you're not going to go get a guy from Oregon. Yeah, only coached in Oregon. Yes. Uh, so that's all. That is incredibly important. And um, man, I. As a as a coach, I think I, I would be more of a. I'm going to go get guys that are are dang good at their jobs. That that I just don't know as a head coach how you. I mean, I know you have your philosophies, but how do you? The amount of detail that goes into each of those positions, which is why there's position coaches. But um, I think it would be tough to just find guys that. I think it's tough to gauge who's a. And I say this in quotes: good coach yeah. versus who's not. Like, yeah. like, so are you looking more for guys that like are? I mean, how does a team perceive them? Are they yeah. players, coaches? Are they you know whatever? I and, mean, and that's where I was going next. I think that's one of the most important aspects in this era of college football. And we we talk a lot about how uh, players kind of I don't know if control is the right word, but they hold a lot of leverage uh, in this era of the transfer portal and being able to leave at any point. And you look at the hires that come be made. Um, all, all these dudes, outside of Dan Sharp, the special teams coordinator, who I believe is 59 years old, all these guys are 40 and younger, 45 and younger. I mean, it is a young staff, and I think the relatability to your players is more important than ever. I mean, and I'm not talking about can you talk to Smoke Harris on a football field. I'm talking, can Smoke Harris feel comfortable enough to come in your office and, and, and kind of spill the beans? Right. You know what I'm saying? And especially with Transfer Portal and, and this, and this, if I'm not happy, I'm leaving mentality of kids these days. It's outside of the Sabins and a few other. I mean, this is not like, it's not like on Friday Night Lights where the coach is just the boss man and everybody just uh, submits to him. Yeah. Like that's not real life. These coaches are, are having to make decisions every day. They're putting, figuring out what they put up with. You know, we talk all the time about star players are just getting away with more than, than a walk on. And are. that happens. And it happens. That's college football. That's coaching. Um, especially now, like, yeah, it's, it's you players have, have, have they've, they've been stars their whole life. They've been babied. They've been told they're the greatest. And then you push back. It's like no one as a coach. How much do I push back with each kid? If I push this kid too far, he's transferring. This part of the learning process. I mean, I and and I you see why they get paid the big. And I think that's really perhaps it might be. And Eric Wood mentioned. You you look at this Louisiana Tech roster. There's not a shortage of talent, especially at the skill positions on offense. But I think Sonny Cumbie's biggest challenge. I don't even know if it relates to X's and O's with this roster. Mm 
as much as it relates to what's happening right now up until the Christmas break and what happens when you return from Christmas break on January 1st up until when you start spring practice in the middle of March. Because I think this team, we talk about talent all the time. Talent, talent, talent. But this team needs toughness. This team needs some all-out, I'm talking grinders. I'm talking like Eric Wood said, you got to be willing to get in that bunker and fight. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we saw that from this roster at different points of the year where leaders, and listen, if you're having to have leaders emerge seven, eight, nine games into the year, it's probably too late. But they need some leaders to emerge. They need, like I said, some toughness, some true grinders to kind of take on that mantra and say, listen, whether you agreed with Holtz being fired or let go or not, we're going in a different direction. We believe in what he's selling. We believe in what his staff's selling. And and they got to get tougher this Mm -hmm. offseason. Like, toughness has got to be the word. It's going to be the word that we're going to talk about all the way up until the season opener at Baylor nine months from now. Yeah. I mean, the, the kids feel it, too. I mean, they know that you, that's a tough thing with a tenure that's that long is that you just get complacent. And, and it's you get tough, comfortable. It's tough to, to maintain that high level of intensity. I've been watching this man in the arena thing, and not that Tech was ever winning the equivalent of Super Bowls, but, you know, Tom talks about they won three in four years, and he talks about, like, they knew it was going to end. Like, you just can't – they're exhausted. You can't keep up that level of intensity for that long. Like, you need a change in something. Something has to change. Guys are moving on. Heavy hitters are moving on. But that intensity is just a lot, you know? And so, it is. Uh, so for nine years to maintain that and some, like with the, to keep the energy up is just – it's incredibly hard in my opinion. It is. No, it, it definitely is. So look at some of the coaching hires that Sonny Company has made to his staff. Uh, we'll start with Dan Sharp. We mentioned him a little bit earlier, be the assistant head coach. Uh, also handled the special team. Sharp spent twenty the past twenty one years on Gary Patterson's staff at TCU. Uh, was a special teams coordinator from two thousand and one to two thousand and fourteen. Was also a special teams coach from two thousand and fifteen to two thousand and twenty one. Has more than three decades of Division one coaching experience. Twenty nine years at TCU in two separate stints, also spent three years at Tulsa. So uh, you look at the the older, uh, I guess more mature, I'm not saying the other coaches aren't mature, but the older dad type in the room, that's Dan Sharp. That's going to be your hardcore, let's get after it, uh, business to take care of, a 2005 inductee into the TCU Letterman's Association Hall of Fame. With this young staff, I'm excited to see him join. Yeah. Oh, oh and two, I, I think, too, a devoted special teams coach. What did we talk, five, six games Tech lost in the last play yeah, last and year? I, feel like the, I think those things can change games. I mean, I I feel like Tech is – I'm not naming any names, but I feel like Tech has been guilty of – a special teams coach It's kind of a – it's like putting a kid at right field in baseball. It's like, you're out there, you know? I like, agree. So, and it doesn't need to be. And Cumbie addressed that in his opening. It's like, hey, we like, we have to be dominant on special teams and not just get through special teams. And I think there's always this thought in college football that 
you know, especially if you run a spread-based system where you have tight ends, where you have, you know, receivers. Sometimes you need multiple guys coaching receivers because there's so many of them. I think there's this some thought process of we'll just spread the special teams all around, and I think that's what you're getting to as far as kind of sticking in right field, Little League, and it kind of gets forgotten about. And I'm not saying you don't focus on it. I'm just saying I think you can be – better, more well-rounded the guys, when that's the one thing he's focused on yeah, 24-7. And the guys on special teams have to feel like they are contributors. Yes. It's more than just not dropping the ball or missing yes. kicks or whatever. It's like they have to feel like they are an important part of the team. And I can tell you, like in the past, it's 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 the way they practice. It's the way they have meetings. It's just it needs to be like, even if it's silly feeling, it needs to be as high of a priority feeling as yes. the wide receivers, the tight ends, the offensive line. Like those guys have to be engaged. Has to have and, that much value. And, placed and special on teams it. is one of those things where you know, in certain lines of business, it's like they could be in a different building. So one this one department could be in a different building because they don't they don't mess with the rest of the team. It's like that's speci- kind of what special teams. That's can what get specialists sometimes. can be that way. Yes. And so they have to be a part of it. They have to be engaged. They have to know what they're doing is important, and it's not just the obvious stuff of missing kicks and dropping holds and all that bad snaps it's got to be the the uh i mean like you said you just the rice game we give up big punt return big you lose, return, the game. lose the game yeah lose, uh, the, lose no the freaking game looking at the two Should have uh, maybe gone for it on fourth and one but you lose the freaking game fourth and one try fourth and a toenail all right looking at the two co-offensive coordinators jake brown uh will handle will coach the wide receivers brown comes to louisiana tech after serving as an offensive analyst at texas Tech in 2021. Uh, Brown has previously spent time at TCU West Texas A&M where he was the offensive coordinator. Uh, Has also spent time at some other stops as well. He actually, kind of a little bit of a side note, he also coached Miles Garrett and Baker Mayfield in high school. How about that little nugget? Uh, Looking at the other co-offensive coordinator, Scott Parr. He'll come to Louisiana Tech from Navarro Junior College. He'll also handle uh, the tight ends. Parr has previously been the head coach at Navarro from 2019 to 2021, was the offensive coordinator at Eastern Illinois in 2018. Has also spent time at Texas Tech, West Texas A&M, Tarleton State, Baylor, Abilene Christian, and Sam Houston. How about that tie for Sonny Cumbie? You want to talk about some... Uh, Texas ties. That guy's been around the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, another holdover, or one of the holdovers on the staff on the offensive side of the ball, Brock Hayes, running backs coach. He'll return for his fourth season in Ruston in 2022. Has done a tremendous job with the running backs during his first three years. Sonny Cumbie will coach the receivers. Brock Hayes will coach the running backs. Scott Parr will be a co-offense coordinator, will coach the tight ends. Jake Brown will be a co-offensive coordinator, will coach the wide receivers. Then finally, Nathan Young will be the offensive line coach coming over from Stephen F. Austin, where he has been with the Lumberjacks, I believe, the last three seasons uh, as the offensive line coach. Has also spent some time in the high school ranks in the state of Texas, also at Abilene Christian for nine years from 2008 to 2016. My biggest takeaway from this offensive staff, of course, Sonny Cumbie's previously been an offensive coordinator. Scott Parr has called plays at various stops. Jake Brown has been an offensive coordinator at West Texas A&M. Mentioned Nathan Young's been an offensive coordinator at Abilene Christian. Four of the five coaches on the offensive side of the ball have offensive coordinator experience. Now, it's not always at the FBS level, but... 
as far as bouncing ideas off of one another, I have to imagine that's pretty valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. This is going to be interesting to see this staff come together. Uh, we'll, we'll go over the defensive side in the next segment. Okay, fine. Is that good with yeah, you? Yes, fine. Man. All right, let's go ahead and take a quick timeout. We come back from the break. Uh, we'll continue breaking down Sonny Cumbie's staff at Louisiana Tech. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Get your edge on local and regional sports with The Edge on Sports Talk Radio. Jim Taylor Fort Lincoln brings you the 7 to 8 a.m. hour Monday through Friday. It's local regional sports talk with an edge on Sports Talk Radio. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, as we roll along this Tuesday evening, Brett chimes in, says, I wasn't really expecting the entirety of the SFA Athletics Department with Cumbie's hiring. It's a good Yeah, I knew that was coming. Did you? Yeah, I mean, you can't hire a couple coaches from one school and people not be like, oh, why don't we just Oh, you're talking about Brett's text was coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, from somebody, not necessarily. You hire four assistants from SFA, you're eventually, uh, hey, I hope they're good. Yeah, here's the deal. If you're, when you, we've talked about it plenty of times in tech situation, you're not bringing in big established guys from the P5 to come do this stuff. Yeah. You know, you're not. So. You ain't bringing in sweatpant no. Bob every but year. But you probably also aren't hitting 100% on the up-and-comers either. I, that's the concern, I would imagine. So, we'll see what Boss Man Cumbie can do. You Does know? it concern you a little bit that... All right, let, let's like go... If you've got no. a first-time head coach, like you're, the guys that he knows and the guys that are going to take these jobs at these salaries, I mean, that that say what you want about Skip, but Skip could bring in a name. I agree. You know? But well, you talk about a coaching tree. Yeah, but I'm saying like he's if he's new to head coach, a lot of these guys are are new to their position coaching. Yeah, you know, so true. it's like he hadn't been coaching for 40 years and and knows some people and knows their sons and yeah, it's, it's his, a younger coach is going to hire staff like this with this kind of funding. Exactly, and his his 
So I would say this is what we expected. Yeah. So exactly. people that are like down on it, it's like, what did you expect? Well, if you were expecting Manny Diaz to be the defensive coordinator in Ruston, like it ain't 2014. You know what I'm saying? Like we saw he got hired at Penn State. Like it ain't 2014. You know? Yeah. No, I, I'm with you, Brett. Brett says I really don't mind as long as they can perform. Only time will tell. No, I agree. I, I'm with you on the SFA stuff. I I don't think there's anything wrong with saying like, man, it might concern me a little bit that you hired four assistants from SFA or one assistant from Navarro Junior College or, you know, you kept three holdovers from Holtz and Sam. I, I don't think that that's that wild to be concerned about that. But like you said, like you said, Beck, like you're not going to hit on all of these as well. And so if you're c- combi, like you got to be, you got to be pretty quick to realize some of this if you I mean, did make some mistakes. And I think that's where Holtz ran into some trouble at times as well. Yeah, but there's turnover every year, and Holtz had the problem of there was a few really good years in there. So some of those Manny Diaz and Blake Baker and some of those guys, they got taken. Yes, that's true. So that's what you hope. I mean, in this situation, we've talked about that before. Like we hope that guys are coming to get our assistance because that means they're successful. Yes, it's very. And if they're not successful, you hope Cumby can take care of that pretty quick. All right, looking to the defensive side of the ball. When you think good defense, I'll be honest with you, Beck. I do. I say I don't care. If you play an attacking style of football defensively, yeah. I'm talking bringing pressure, forcing tackles for loss, forcing turnovers, I can live with giving up 35 points a game if I get beat. What I can't live with or what we saw this past year, mistakes. not a lot of pressure, a lot of mistakes on the back end, you get a lead, you play pass. Like, Listen, if you're going to allow 35 points a game, the better gun better be, in the be empty. Either. The gun better be emptied while you gave up the points. Right. Scott Power hired as the new defensive coordinator. Power comes over from Stephen F. Austin. Great last name. Uh, exactly. Have to has to be a blitzer. I tell you about my dentist in Alaska. His name was Doctor Decay. Oh, whoa! Just made for it. You tell whoa. me a guy named Power ain't made to be a defensive coordinator? It's a very good point. Scott Power, uh, while at Stephen F. Austin, signed back to back. Top five recruiting classes in the FCS division. I believe they are ranked top 20 in the country in both total defense and scoring defense. Uh, they were number one in the Southland Conference in pass defense efficiency, interceptions, and takeaways. During his time at SFA, he coached 14 all-conference recipients, including nine First teamers. He also has some experience at Central Washington, Marion University in Indiana, and Wartburg College. Wartburg. Wow. I love it. Wartburg College. How about that, Scott Power? Looking at some of the other assistants on the defensive side of the ball, Anthony Camp uh, will be spending his third year in Ruston. He's a holdover from Holtz's staff. He'll coach the outside linebackers. Camp coached the defensive line for Skip Holtz. I thought he did a really good job with that defensive line. A young defensive line that is filled with talent and should continue to only get better. Uh, Jamarcus McFarlane, hired also from SFA. Uh, he'll coach the defensive line with Camp moving to the outside linebackers. Guess where Jamarcus McFarlane played his college football, Beck Haynes? Tell me. SFA. Boomer Sooner. No way. Boomer Sooner was actually a highly, highly rated recruit out of East Texas, Lufkin, Texas. 
Got a text on the text line. Sure. From Matt. It just says Matt. No, so. it says something above that. Oh. Yeah, you sure are. Holt's got stagnant and stuck in his old comfortable ways. I'm looking forward to a new blood with an innovative play calling. Even if it misses on a few hires early on, go dogs. I agree, Matt. What I can take is some mistakes early with the new staff. What I couldn't take is more mistakes with the old staff. Fair point. That's the benefit of being a new coach. You get a little wiggle room for the first couple games, and then we're back We're back on you pretty good. Maybe the first couple snaps. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, McFarland comes to Louisiana Tech, like I mentioned, from SFA. SFA defensive line had 40 sacks in 2021, including a combined 27 sacks by three of his defensive linemen. Uh, they ranked number three in the country in sacks. Uh, so hopefully – uh, McFarlane will uh, bring some disruption to the Tech defensive line. Scott Power, defensive coordinator, will coach the linebackers. Marcus Walker, uh, also brought over from SFA, will coach the corners. Uh, Marcus uh, has played at Oklahoma as well. Shout out to Boomer Sooner. Okay. Uh, okay. Also played a little bit in the NFL as well. Looking at some of Marcus Walker's accolades, SFA ranked number one in the WAC in, uh, we mentioned scoring defense, takeaways, total defense, interceptions, sacks, and opponent third down conversion percentage. Walker's cornerbacks recorded nine interceptions and returned two for touchdowns in 2021, coached a pair of first-team all-league corners, including Miles Brooks in 2021, uh, Miles Brooks, if you're listening, uh, we wouldn't mind if you transferred to Ruston. Uh, he was actually committed to Arkansas okay. before ending up at SFA. Uh, Darian Dunn was also a first-team all-conference selection. Uh, Walker's previously coached at McNeese State, Henderson State, and was also a graduate assistant at Oklahoma. The final defensive hire for the Bulldogs, Paul Turner. Remember our bull Paul Turner? I remember. Played player. with Jeff Driscoll back in 2015. Uh, served as a defensive analyst for Skip Holtz a season ago. Uh, Paul, let me tell you about something about Paul Turner. Paul Turner ain't going to be in Ruston, Louisiana very long. On to bigger and better things. And Paul Turner is going to be an FBS head coach one day. You he think? is sharp. He would have been on Holtz's staff full-time if Holtz was here in 2022. Obviously a local legend, played at West Monroe, won a state championship at West Monroe, started his career at LSU before transferring back, caught 87 passes for 1,100 yards during his time in Ruston. Paul Turner is a stud. I, if they're like, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say he's the only coach I believe in on this staff, but Paul Turner is a stud. He is one of the good guys in the business. Uh, I think it also helps to have... A couple of these guys that know the area, you know, know what they're surrounded with. Ruston, West Monroe, Monroe, we, we're all aware of the talent uh, that is put out, it feels like, every year. I am so happy for Paul Turner to be a part of Sonny Cumbie's staff. That's big time. And it's also good to just have a, a local guy that has been around and knows the program that we can be excited about. Matt also said, would love for Sonny 2.0 to bring back the air raid offenses that I loved when we had back in the late 90s. Oh, you talking about Tim Rattay? Oh, about it. While I was at Tech, those were some great times and some fun games. Y'all may be too young to remember those, 
but they were great. Yeah, Matt, give I us about a little ten-year-old nugget back in the late nineties. Matt, give us some credit. We're thirty now. Yeah, that's we're right. uh, we we're getting a little hair on our faces. Uh, all right, yeah, like right. give us some credit. Well, I remember Ratay. Uh, Beck liked to bring up the old nugget uh, in his Bleed Tech Blue article where uh, Tech knocked off Alabama uh, the year that uh, Bama won the SEC That's championship. Right. That's uh, right. BC and old Daddy BC was uh, <laughs> at that game where in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I believe I was played at Legion Field, actually. Had a little pacifier, huh? Uh, possibly. <laughs> possibly. He was a little young. Uh, Jason he, Martin before Rattay, Matt says. Uh, Jason Martin was pretty good as well. Don't remember him as much as Rattay. Rattay's kind of my first memories. Uh, Taves likes to sit here and bang on Dixie, Louisiana, Matt. Uh, Troy Edwards, good friend of the family, is also from Dixie, Louisiana. Just a bunch of greatness coming out of old Dixie, huh? Uh, Troy's a little better college athlete than I was, but we'll take it. Uh, Matt says y'all were in kindergarten. We were young. <laughs> we were young. Still Steers. taking the old naps. Wish the wish BC's y- oldest daughter would take a nap she right done, now. She done with the naps. Always tells me she's too old. Oh. And I'm like, uh, you need to take a nap because I need a break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. I always tell mine that you know your your body needs rest. You know, uh, you're God, gonna get she, sick. She That's gets, what I try to sell to them. And then she's like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta take a nap." And then she sleeps for four hours. And I'm like, "Told you, you Man, should." I should go to Parenting Tips 101, <laughs> taught by Beck Ames, shouldn't I? Good yeah. night. All right, Taves, let's go ahead. Take our final timeout of the evening. When we come back, we'll put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. When you buy a new vehicle, you expect the dealership to go the extra mile to make you happy with your purchase. J. Mallard Ford has built their reputation on that kind of service, and that keeps buyers coming back year after year. From new Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs to quality pre-owned vehicles, discover the dealership that goes over and beyond what you expect from a dealership. J. Mallard Ford in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Head coach Eric Kunkel and the Duncan Dogs are hungry for another shot at the postseason. Well, we've got a storied history here. For a chance to give their all. What we look at is great opportunity. And for an opportunity to rise to new heights. Everybody's trying to elevate their role into something greater this year than what they had a year ago. The Duncan Dogs hit the hardwood all season long. Right here on your home for Bulldogs basketball. The La Tech Sports Network from Learfield. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. 
Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Well, segment of the show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday evening. Brett chimes in. Really glad Turner and Camp are sticking around. Rustin, uh, love both of those guys. Says, I got a jersey and two hats signed by Rattay because the older sister had some classes with him back in the day. Beck, you know, I missed out on that. I told you about, remember Mario Chalmers? I do remember Mario. He's an Alaska native. Yeah, he uh, had, my sister and him had Sylvan Learning Center together. Remember those commercials? It's I like do a remember that. tutoring deal. Yeah. Uh, they need she to had tutor. no idea who he was. He asked her on a date, and she said no. And uh, She'd be a lot better off, and probably. Then he, they, their school was playing my high school, and um, he was like, you know, number one point guard in the nation at one point, and so he was going off. My sister was like, Telling her friend, she's like, "Oh my gosh, I have uh, Sylvan with that guy," and they're like, uh, "That's Mario Chalmers. He's like number one point guard in the it's nation." The goat. And she was like, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea." You know. And then I like sister's not a big sports. No. Family. And then when he hit that shot to go into the overtime national championship, I sent her that. And then when he or er, and then he did it, they won an NBA championship. championship. Yeah, I sent her that too, and I said, you know, brother-in-law Tim. I mean, he's okay, but yeah. he's not an NBA champion. He's not Mario Chalmers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Um, let me tell you about this. So. Uh, for our older listeners, we got a lot of listeners uh, in the Bleed Tech Blue radio audience that are huge Timber Tay fans. Oh, you know, Timber Tay needs to be the head coach. Uh, little known story about BC. Football career didn't last too long, I'll be honest. You were a quarterback back in the day, weren't you? Was a quarterback. Uh, was not very good because Dad kept trying to run the ball. Listen, needed to air it out. BC was more of a thrower than a runner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, he'll take that one for the team. It is what it is. Um Timberty used to put a little piece of tape on his face mask. Okay. He'd wrap a little tape around the face mask. Extra protection. I guess. I don't know. Thought it looked cool, maybe. He was a college dude with long sideburns. Maybe it looked cool. Anyways, BC did the same thing. No. Probably looked pretty terrible. I probably looked like a loser because we got beat about 27-6 to every game with a running clock. You probably lost the team. They were probably, who is this guy? He's yeah, they're like playing daddy ball here in uh, Pee Wee football, but uh, yeah, Timber Tay was uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll never forget those days. Yes, yeah, he had long sideburns. I'll, I'll never forget. Um, don't get the opportunity now, obviously, uh, doing the post game show on Saturdays, but um, used to love going on the field and, and catching up with uh, Ratay and Troy Edwards and. Uh, John Simon, shout out to former Bulldog John Simon. I believe he's going to be the offensive coordinator at Grambling okay. uh, for new head coach Hugh Jackson. So, uh, huh, how about BC and Beck kind of reminiscing on the past? <laughs> how about it? How about it? What we got coming up this week? Uh, coming up on Saturday, we mentioned earlier, Louisiana Tech will travel to Bozier to the Brookshire's Arena to take on 19th-ranked LSU. It's an undefeated LSU team on the hardwood Will Wade doing a tremendous job in Baton Rouge. We all know he's not doing it in the cleanest of ways, but they're winning basketball games. Going to be a tall challenge for the Dogs. Uh, Not going to be an easy matchup. I was watching LSU the other night against Georgia Tech. They'll go uh, 6'8", 6'11", cross that front line at times. Uh, Tech will go uh, 6'3", 6'3", 6'7". So you can imagine a little bit of a size differential uh, but excited to see a huge, huge crowd. Uh, I know LSU doesn't come up uh, into this area. I know they came play the game for charity a few years ago after the tornado. But uh, a quality college basketball team 
or quality college basketball game between two quality teams in the non-conference should be a fun, fun atmosphere. Uh, no, I'll be over there taking uh, Mrs. BTB over to Ruston or over to Bozier. Okay. Uh, probably won't go to the Shreveport side of things. No. Going to stay on Why the safer you? side. Why would you? Uh, not not gonna not gonna jump the river. Uh, want to be careful when you're going over to the old Shreveport. I know you're not fond of Shreveport, no, are you? Not at all. Not a big. I don't Shreveport even want to talk yet. about it. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, over Tay did have that. I see that little piece of tape on his face mask. Yeah. Uh, also, a face mask of a lineman. Yes. Actually, I think a lineman to this day might say it's too big. I don't need that big. How, can we be honest and say helmets back in the day were hot garbage? That and they were probably more for looks than they were for safety. I got a question. No way those things protect. Do you like Tex uniforms, or do you think they should be more bold in some of the things that they do? Uh, I don't like the little mustache stripe on the sleeves. I don't love that. It looks like a mustache. Should Tex hit a black uniform? No. You don't think no. so? No. Ben, ben, Tapes, Ben wants like the neon uniforms like UAB has and stuff. I want chrome Boise. chrome helmets. Ben, oh. Ben, we're Tech, not, not yeah, Oregon. Exactly. Uh, looks cool, Tapes. He's like, it that? would be such a big deal for recruiting. Like, uh, let's let's worry about winning ball games. Yeah, first. that's better for recruiting than your freaking uniforms. Hey, but BC knows he runs bleed tech blue. Now, I do, now I do like the white helmets. Oh, I, oh, I love the white long. helmets. Love the white helmets over the red, especially. I, I guess you and Tabes are like big fans of the Colts uniforms. Simple, classic. Yeah, I don't terrible. Mind no, I don't mind them. Wow, I'm more G- of a give fan. Me, of- give me, give me Penn State. Oh, Taves. Oh, Taves. Just a blue Taves. jersey, white number, and a white helmet. I'm more of a Seahawks oh. kind of guy. Roll Tide with a simple uniform. Number on the helmet. Yeah. See, I love Steelers helmets. Just one oh, logo. No, on Steelers love are disgusting. I, lo- oh. I love the I love the one side logo. Y'all are so plain. Brett says he's not going to hit up. Oh, he said I'm not going to hit up the casinos in Shreveport with BYU before their bowl game. Brett, do you think those uh, Mormons will really be in a casino? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> They're away from home. Right. They are set free. That's right. <laughs> they might be in Cyport as Quint well. Says, when the so, cat's you know, away, the mice will play. Quinn says uniforms are so overrated. What, Quinn, you want them to just you want them to just wear their pads out there? No uniforms? Dustin says go back to red helmets. Okay, Dustin, can we delete his number? Dustin, Wait, deleted Dustin you just program. struck a nerve with Beck. Well, he uh, can't uh, stand the uh, red helmets. Uh, the, the red helmets. They look like toys, Tabes. It's like little toys out there. <laughs> Like a bunch of Lego men. I get that it's classic, and that's how everybody grew up. But but once, maybe twice a year, you dust off the white ones. No, oh, white ones should be the primary. No, no, yeah, no, tapes, no, no, no. Tapes. We wore you. red a lot late in the year, and they kind of grew go. on. This here, is how you get okay, the here, here's, here's an idea. Full-on top and bottom Columbia blue. We've never seen that. Columbia Top blue. and bottom. Like the Lady Texters Columbia Blue? Yep. Like the old. Wouldn't hate it. Powder Blues? We've never seen that before. Wouldn't hate it. You know why I would like it? Recruiting. Oh, my it's, God. It's something different. There's your flashy. Yeah. Well, that catches my eye. I've oh, never seen I, that. I agree. My only. I just worry about copying Ole Miss with their Powder Blues. I mean, it looks great on the basketball court. It does. It does. Kyle says all white uniforms, white helmet with black eye guard, stormtrooper. Kyle. Preach. We've won the war all whites Preach. before, haven't we? I like all whites. I love all whites. They did like, that a lot in Jamar's era. I, I like the all white in Driscoll's era with the different oh, shoulder stripes. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you said you hate the mustache shoulder stripes. <laughs> I do. Hate dear the Lord. Like, sorry for even mentioning it. Good night. Uh, I'll tell you this. I still don't love the red helmets, but 
Maybe of pulled back a little bit on my hatred for him this year. There was one. They game, looked a little better. I don't know what it was, but there was one game this year, and I said I don't hate that as much as I. I think the did. color scheme that they wore it with it Maybe also helped that when they wore the red jerseys this year, they went white helmet instead of red Maybe helmets. That's what it was, and it didn't match that well. So been a fun show tonight. I want to thank Louisiana Tech athletics director, vice president Eric Wood for joining us so we'll be back same time same place next week yes we don't take christmas week off we'll sleep when we're dead we're working next week we keep working bet keeps working there ain't no bot you ain't going out of town are you no better not we'll be working throughout the duration of the week of course national signing day tomorrow bleed tech blue radio sports talk 97.7 will be on from 7 to 9 a.m tomorrow with the edge, bleedtechblue.com, only nine ninety five a month. We'll have you covered throughout the duration of the day. For Beck Haynes, for our producer, John Tabor, I'm BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. the greatest shooter of all time he should have some big shots big moments that matter that's all i'm saying but but you're saying the big shots that he doesn't have were only in the finals he's done way a lot of shots in the regular season and the playoffs that have either gotten us uh to the next game or got us first place look last year we had nobody we were decimated at the half, at the half. hold on and if we he, came if back they all didn't the way to the playoffs if they didn't if they didn't win any championships Okay, they didn't win any championship, and Steph had no big makes. You would still say he's the greatest shooter of all time. No, you would first not. Of, that's, winning, that's winning, that first champ, winning that you first championship without You know what? If Muhammad Ali never was the heavyweight champ, no, would you no, say he's the best no. boxer ever? No, I mean, what does that no, mean, right? James, hey, I, I, I got it. You know, that's your team. That's your guy. I'm. I have higher standards. I have higher standards. If I'm going to crown somebody the greatest of anything, I'm going to nitpick the hell out of their resume. That's okay, what I Reggie do. Miller even says he's the greatest shooter of That's, all time. What does that mean? He's being nice. What is he going to he say? He's nice. <laughs> he really believes it. What's he going to say? He's not? James, yeah. when Reggie, James, Reggie's when Reggie Miller says, says he's not, 
Then you come get me, okay? Then you come get no, me. No, Reggie's one of the biggest trash talkers ever. He's on television. He does Look the game. He's not going to trash Steph Curry. talking all this trash to get about Michael Jordan. Is he trying to be nice? No, Some that's dudes different. say what the he, heck they believe. That's different because he How? played with Jordan. He has an axe to grind. Reggie Miller has no axe to grind. Let's go to KD in Alabama. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, KD? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing tonight, man? Good, man. How are you? I'm great, great. Uh, hey, Chris, look, I can't believe I'm, I'm going to agree with somebody who compared Tom Brady to Robert Ory as the <laughs> Robert Ory of the NFL. I, I can't believe it. But I do agree with Rob that I can't – when I look back, I can think about NJ. I think about him hitting an, a playoff shot. I think about Ray Allen, big shots against the Lakers in the playoffs. Uh, even Reggie Miller, but I do agree with Rob the point that you need a body of work and the clutch playoff shot. That I mean, he does have a point in that sense. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he, he's a how bum is he not or he can't been, play. How I'm is not he not – the, the last shot has to come with no time on the clock? I mean, I, and I'm just going to say this for real. And, and look, Kevin Durant is awesome. But that shot he hit over LeBron James is so overrated. And here's why. And, and that's all you can point to, Rob, is that, oh, that big shot Kevin Durant hit, you know, uh, over LeBron. The the Warriors won that series. How long did that series go? Was that his first year with the Warriors? That series went, they won that first series in five games. They were up two games to to one. There's no pressure. And you had all these other great players on your team drawing attention. I mean, come on, man. It's easier to shoot well when you got a bunch of other teammates drawing attention. So I'm just saying, like, you you talk about that shot like it was some awesome shot. What if he missed? They still would have won in five games. I mean, come on. He didn't miss. Just like Steph had. Just what if Steph made one? Then maybe we could look at him. You can call him the greatest shooter you want, and that's what your standards I'm not are. Alone. I'm, Most, th- that's everybody fine. calls it. Reggie, Reggie Miller got high standards too, that's and he fine. calls that's him the your, best. That's your standard. You I have a different standard. I don't, I, don't, but Reggie, I don't follow Reggie the sheep. I don't follow the sheep. sheep? I've never I was done it. the first it. one ever to call him the best I don't follow the sheep. People follow the sheep right off the cliff. Go ahead. I'm the no, you're not. You ain't no damn shepherd. You can forget about Who that. Who was the first one you heard say he was the best I shooter? Don't, I don't remember you saying it first, but I, I don't know. I said it in 2015 at the NBA Finals. I'm glad on his day you're patting yourself on the back that you did something uh, nah, to make him the greatest shooter. you called me a sheep. Shooter. I'm just defending myself. Against you're a sheep. Your, your like slander. everybody else. Against your slander. It ain't slander. <laughs> it is slander. I ain't no sheep. I'm My just whole a, life is I've about been a reporter leading, for brother. 35 years, okay. and I don't care 